0: Hey guys! So today I'm with a really amazing um person. Her name is An. Okay, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right. Agamrup, is that right? Agamrup. Agamrup. Cool. um And she's the founder of this amazing podcast called the Sal. Okay. Also, I'm really bad at pronouncing. I feel like this is a Spanish word for healthy, right? Okay.
1: Is it um? Or wait, can you just say? I'm like so bad at. It's the solid Doble Life. So I started this podcast basically to talk about health and basically every aspect mentally and physically and emotionally. And basically with the um, goal of trying to get um, health into more conversations as that's generally a topic that's overlooked um, in everyday life, especially among youth right now. So that was the goal
0: um also for people that are listening on her podcast um my name is Anna Ho and I am the host of my own podcast and it's called um mind maps and basically in mind maps I wanted to delve into a bunch of different mindsets and um learn about different perspectives through that just like whether it be the mind of maybe a friend that has started a nonprofit or initiative to a teacher with a youtube channel so yeah um I guess now looking at both of us, just like our mindsets for why we started our podcast. So honestly, when I started this, like it was during COVID, right? Because I like literally, I think just started two weeks ago. So um, yeah, it's like I'm really um, new into like this whole podcasting game and stuff. Um, But I just really love creating things, whether it be um, taping the podcast to editing things. Like I also have a fun just like nonchalant youtube channel like nothing serious it's just like chill but i just always have loved creating and um editing things and like making whether it be making like the cover art of the podcast to again just like i said taping it um i've just always loved creating and i'm I'm a very artistic person so i think i was really drawn to the idea of a podcast um and then also i was inspired by dax shepherd he has this podcast called experts on experts um where he um He interviews, like, a bunch of different people, whether it be, like, Sanjay Gupta to maybe his fellow, um, acting friends, and so just, like, learning about their different perspectives, um, it's just really cool how he, like, delves into all these different people and, like, again, their different backgrounds and how, um their mindsets are because of their different backgrounds um and so that was really interesting to me so I was like I want to do that too but maybe with you know just more um normal people I just recently did one where my friend he's really into finance and so um getting into his mindset and like where he started with finance and like doing other big projects with finance and um I would have never had these like really deep meaningful conversations I feel like with um my friends like him if I didn't actually initiate something like this like a podcast where we can actually have these more um thoughtful conversations rather than just having um meaningless like small talk or gossiping so
1: yeah me talking about my mindset and why i started this whole thing um i've never like looked into something and been like like for a podcast especially, like I've I've listened to podcasts, but I've never thought, oh, I want to do that. Um, What really got me into wanting to use my voice was when I first found my voice, Um, especially with everything that's happening politically right now and COVID, I've just um, been really like vocal about what I believe. And um, with that, I was like, oh, if I can be vocal about this, then I could be vocal about something I'm also really passionate about, um, being health and um, with everything that I've been through, through um, being a really overweight kid into, and then right now being um, super physically active, and then changing from, like I used to live in Canada, I was born there, grew up there, and then now moving here and then moving cities and schools, and just going through that whole experience, especially as an overweight kid, it, it changes you and you learn a lot of things, and so, finding my voice and then just connecting it to that is what really got me started
0: yeah um do you do you want to kind of now like go into maybe how other people can start their own initiatives or podcasts like how that would be like okay um so for people listening that maybe want to start like their own initiatives or podcasts or whatever it be um I guess my like my 50 cents would be that do it for your own like genuine interest in it not just like you know I know a lot of people that are listening probably high schoolers or maybe middle schoolers and like you know they're thinking about college apps things like that especially to like right now um I'm an 11th grader going into 12th grade and like college app season is coming up so obviously I'm thinking about that too but um if you're gonna start an initiative and like, you are just basing it around college apps I don't think you're gonna have like I guess that strong of a push to actually do it for your your own interest revolve it around something that you love to do and that you're generally interested in um also do your research before starting cuz like um i would listen to other podcasts um and i watched youtube videos on like you know how other people started their own podcasts or their own initiatives whatever it be and so that really helps and don't be scared to start cuz i remember listening to these podcasts and i was like damn how do i start my own like i really want to start right and i was like it must be like this whole process of you know making it, and then, like, having to, you know, whatever, make your own website, blah, blah, I have no idea, um, but then I found this thing, it's called Anchor, it's, like, this super easy, like, thing, you can, like, literally record your podcast through it, and edit it, everything, it even has, like, little music for you, too, to add into your episodes, um, and then once you upload it from there, it'll just, like, distribute your podcast, like, to spotify to apple to google to all these places for you and i like i was like oh my gosh and it's free and so i was like oh my gosh i didn't know it was this easy so honestly
1: like don't be scared but yeah so for me, like like I said, I never knew I wanted to do something like this. And as soon as I found my voice and decided to use it for something that I'm passionate about, that's the message I'd want to put out. Like like you said, don't do it for college apps. I think a lot of people start initiatives because they think, oh, it's going to look good on college applications. But that initiative isn't as like passionate as something that you're really, truly interested in. And um, I think that's that's a really good message that you put out that I wanted to add on to and then Uh um I agreed with everything you said (laughs) so like doing your research and the passion part and then um going into the fact that I use Spreaker it's actually like really similar um it's really easy to like I never knew you could do it this easily like I thought there was a whole process as well and like I didn't think everyone would be able to be on Apple and Spotify and, like those big things so um as soon as I found speak- Spreaker and it was free too so um right now I'm on the free version and like I can just like you said record um podcasts right on there I typically don't do that just so I can edit it and look forward into it but there's like a live version and everything so I thought that was really cool And then I can also just like they can also just just distribute it for me. And um, that was really nice. So it's like really easy to do is but it should just be something that you want to do. Like you shouldn't just start a podcast because you think it's going to look good on college applications because most of the time it won't be as emotionally invested as something that you want to talk about.
0: So um, we already kind of went into why you started your podcast, but now I want to know just some questions that i normally ask my guests on my podcast um so one thing this is kind of deep so i totally understand if like you don't have like a super solid answer for this um but what is your greatest failure and what did you learn from it okay,
1: um so greatest failure was like okay there's like two that i like can think about right now so uh-huh. i want to talk about middle uh no elementary school so when i first moved here and there was like You get elected for, like, council, student council, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, and then it started from third grade, so I had a year to kind of adjust, and then third, fourth, and fifth grade. And I would give speeches, like, okay, in third grade, my mom kind of pushed me to do it just because she knew I was shy and it would get me out of my comfort zone. And I didn't get elected third grade or fourth grade or fifth grade. And from that, like, in fifth grade, like, I didn't give up either, so that was something that I noticed, In myself, like, after third and fourth, when I, like, didn't get elected twice, I wasn't like, um, okay, I'm not even going to try fifth grade. Like, I did try fifth grade, and I didn't get elected, but at the end of the year, they had something, like, student citizen. So, like, it was, like, fifth grade valedictorian. And in that, it was, like, an application process and everything, and for that, I got chosen. And so, from the failure, I guess you could call, from third, fourth, and fifth grade not being elected, I was able to turn that and harness it into something um, where I could get to, like, an even better position, so that was one of them that I could think about, and the other one, it's kind of an ongoing thing mentally, it's the struggle I deal with comparing myself to others, because that's always something I do, and it's something I struggle with almost every day, because I'm in the pool now, um, and even today, it was, I was just looking over to the people next to me, and they're faster than me, and, um, I was trying to pace myself according to them, but I was messing up basically my stroke and my technique along with that. And so that's like a failure, I guess you could say that I have every day, but I learn from it and then use that to basically better myself.
0: Yeah, that's like really cool to hear because I kind of, I would say, also struggle with the same thing where you always like look at other people and think, wait, I have to be better than that. Or like, you know, especially um, in my high school, it's like very competitive um and so it just like makes you have this mindset like oh if this person's doing this I gotta do this to like up one myself and like um but I don't know it's just like that's interesting to hear though about like how um yeah like your mindset throughout third fourth and fifth grade and sixth grade and how that has kind of shaped you too um so my next question is how do you want to
1: improve yourself in the next year again I think this is more of a mental thing for me um I mean there's more aspects to it like I know normally what I, I think about things it'll be like okay is it mentally or is it physically but I think um, right now the biggest thing for me would be mentally just because um, I've overcome the physical part like the physical part comes in my everyday type thing because I like to work out and um, but the mental part like I said it's like the comparing myself to others but it's also the believing in myself part. Um, I tend to just when I see other people accomplish things, I like compare that back to myself. And I'm like, what did you do? Like, did you do this? Like, is there something significant in your life that will stand out or something like that? And then um, so just leaving other people's accomplishments to just be good for them, I need to get used to that and then not looking back at it for myself. And then also believing in myself more that like not being scared to do things and be willing to take that risk without seeing like how would other people think about this so basically just becoming more mentally developed and then yeah Mm -hmm. I totally
0: agree with that um because like I know whenever on Instagram or like wherever when all my friends are able to see what I'm posting I'm always scared right I'm like oh my gosh what if like they say this what if they say that and like because like um, yeah, it's just like the community where it's like, I always feel like everybody's pinpointing every single thing that I do. Um, so I totally get that. And like, I would honestly love to do the same things. Like that's what I would love to improve on myself to next year. Um,
1: uh, What are your lifelong dreams or goals? So as like a middle schooler, when I got really into swimming for the first time, I think I got into swimming because I saw the um, 2016 Olympics. And I was just like, oh my God, I want to be there. <laughs> and then, so that's always been like a dream of mine. I mean, whether it's possible or not, I mean, that's going to be determined by like how much I can put into it. Like, um, but I'm not, okay. So if that's always going to be my goal, it's not going to be like, if I don't make it, I won't be a, like, a, think of it as a failure, I guess. It would just be like, okay, I didn't get there, but I put in all my work that I could. So, um, that would be one of my goals, just to be the best I could be, not necessarily of where I end up. And then um, that's swimming-wise. And then I think it'd be the same for school, too. Like, with college applications coming up, like, just doing the— Because I'm going to 11th grade right now, so um, this, like, quote-unquote would be, like, the make-or-break year. <laughs> but it's— <laughs> I basically want to think of it as doing the best I can do and things I'm passionate about, not just taking all these clubs into my like application that I don't even care about. Like, And that's something I think a lot of people tend to do. They see like someone's doing four different things, and they're like, okay, I need to do six just to like have that on my application. But if it's not six things that you're passionate about, that's just kind of useless. So I want to make sure that I continue to do things I'm passionate about and try the best I can.
0: Mhm. I think that's like actually an awesome mindset, like especially for um you going into 11th grade. I think that's like the best mindset you can have cuz I remember when I was going into 11th grade, I was still kind of clueless. I was like, you know, what? I'm going to do this club, I'm going to do that, you know, it'll look good on my application whatever. But now that I'm actually like I've been watching so many videos on um other people like and what they're doing for their college apps, like you know, their extracurriculars blah blah. blah. Um And I'm looking and I'm seeing all the ones that are successful into getting into the, you know, like, I guess the um, good colleges, they, like, tend to have, um, like, a pattern within their extracurriculars that are, like, what they're passionate about, right? Like, one guy was, like, you don't just have to have volunteer hours. Like, if you're passionate about singing or dancing, you could, like, turn that into a volunteering opportunity by, you know, singing or dancing for homeless people or um, elders, etc. So I think that's awesome to have, like, awesome mindset. Um, now I want to know if you were interviewing someone else, what other questions do you think you would ask other than like the ones that I
1: asked? Oh yeah, I would want to say, um, pertaining to the podcast, since that's what we're both doing, what do you personally learn about the podcast, like, for yourself? Not like, because I know the listeners, they tend to, like, hopefully they tend to get an insight, that's what you were aiming for, but what would you personally be learning? So, what would I personally be earning?
0: Honestly, I feel like I would personally be earning, again, like, more perspectives specific to my podcast, like, um... This one guy that I was interviewing, the one that actually didn't get published, I was talking about where he traveled to all these different places within Michigan and from Canada to Michigan, he... I could tell his mindset was very like, I'm going to do this and that and that to get to X, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, And he was almost like, why are you doing this podcast? You know, he thought it was for school. He didn't even think like, I was just doing this. (laughs) Like, I know, I was like, dude, I'm just doing this because like, I love to create things and I love to, you know, share things like this. I want other people to learn too from um, my podcast about different perspectives and, you know, different lessons that people like yourself can give them. Um, And he was just like, Wow, I didn't know people actually like, just did this for like, just like because it, they want to, yeah. And I was like, that's really interesting just to hear all these different people and like their whole, like their different mindsets and how um, they
1: think, I guess, and compared to how I think. And just to add on to that, I really liked how you touched about how much like you gain from like hearing other people's perspectives. And um, so far, I've, this is my second class. Collab, I guess the first one I did with my sister just Uh because she's in the house with me, so I was like, Why not? Uh Like, just talk to her. Uh And with that, I was able to see her like be in a different type of aspect. Like, I've never seen her look so deep inside of herself and find Uh something she can share with people. Um, because normally we're just talking about like everyday things and you know, just like normal stuff. And so, Uh I got to learn that from someone I'm like with all the time, so that was kind of crazy. And, um, just about myself as well because sometimes I do podcasts just with myself like actually most of the time I do them just with myself um but like I get to learn more about myself because um everything I talk about it's normally something that happened either that day that I really wanted to share or something or something that happened recently basically and like while I'm talking I'm like the instances like go through my head and i can see like what i'm talking about really and i get to basically learn and gain more clarity about my own life through talking to other people
0: so i just have some fun questions now we kind of like gone through you know all the mindset stuff the accomplishments um but so what was the last book you've read
1: um i i don't remember the title but i know it was something related to the holocaust and because i really like reading books about world war ii Um, specifically the Holocaust, just because I can, like, really feel all the emotion that's there and being able to relate to something that I've never experienced um, personally. I think that's really cool about the Holocaust.
0: Awesome. Um, And then what was the best movie you've seen last year, or it could be, like, TV show? Um,
1: Okay, I recently finished Grey's Anatomy. And um, I love it. I absolutely love it. Like, just not the medical part, because that's something I'm interested in, but how they touch on so many different stories and so many different perspectives and include things like um, trans and um, gender and those types of things. And then also race and um, talking about minorities. I love how they touch on so many different aspects of everyday life and um not a lot of shows do that like a lot of them like the teenage ones especially they're just about like you know high school and um who's dating who and all of that kind of stuff um but i love when shows can get really deep and then make you cry a lot so yeah
0: um okay i still need to finish Greys. like i swear i've been on like the seventh season for a year (laughs) like i just but I'm gonna finish it. I'm gonna finish it and then, like, I'll tell you all about it. Oh my gosh, I'm so
1: excited to finish. Mm hmm. Um, For me, when I was watching it, like, the first four seasons took me, like, almost a year. Like, because when I started it, it was during school time and I was just like, I don't have time to watch this. And then quarantine hit and I just binged it and I finished so quickly. Mm hmm. That's so smart. I,
0: like, Once quarantine hit, I've just been watching, like, sporadically a bunch of different, like, dramas or, like, TV shows, and I haven't, like, stuck to one. I think that's my problem. Like, I don't stick to one. I'll, like, watch, like, three seasons in. Like, there'll be four seasons. I watch, like, three seasons, and then I just, like, stop. I don't know why. Or even, like, if there's, like, one season, I'll, like, watch everything, and then the last
1: episode, I, like, won't even finish the last five minutes. Like, I don't even know why. Like, it's just... I love how you can find that many. Like, I'm constantly looking, and while I'm, like, looking, I just finish one. <laughs> I just have such a variety of different, I don't know, I just, like, watch
0: from, like, A to Z. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, anything and everything. It's so bad. But,
1: yeah. Um, So, what do you like to do for fun? Well, other than, like, swimming and, like, the podcast and um, my website for, like, the blogs, um, probably just, like... Okay, reading, but I haven't done that in a while just because I haven't had time between everything. Um, And then watching TV shows. And I, okay, this is really weird because most people are going to be like, she's like a 60-year-old, but I really like watching the news. Like, I don't... No. Like, yeah. I feel like people judge you for that. Like, oh, you sit there and actually watch news? Like, yeah. I kind of like knowing what's going on in the world. No, so, yeah. yeah, and for then, sure. yeah, just basically anything... News related, and I like being kind of political, like just knowing both sides of the anything like whether it's um human rights or pro choice and pro life I like knowing both sides. Um, I think a lot of people they just look at one side of the coin, where it's either democratic or republican, and I just like knowing what's happening on both.
0: I remember seeing this one girl; I forgot her name, but she got like canceled super quick because she was like you know, very democratic, but for some reason she was following some Republicans or something. Um, I think it was something like that. Um, and then like everybody got on her back and was like, "Oh my gosh, why are you following this person?" Like blah blah. blah. But she literally said to be a better, um, I guess, debater, she needs to be able to know both sides Mm
1: -hmm. and then just to add on to that i think a lot of people are scared to like exactly follow both sides because it's like okay you don't really belong anywhere quote unquote like if you're looking at like if people around you are all like liberal or democratic and then you're talking about something that's typically republican ideal people are going to be like oh she you're not allowed in this group anymore and i feel like a lot of people are scared of that but i think coming out of that shell knowing that the people like In high school especially, like the people around you aren't always going to be there. Um, When you move on to college, you, you get a totally new group. And just being diverse in your opinions, I think, is really important just to keep that open mind. So should we just get into like, did you say we wanted to talk about COVID stuff? Basically, I'm in California. So I think right now it's one of the major places where there's a lot of COVID cases. And it wasn't like that before. So we were like opening up. Well, after, like, three months of being in quarantine, we were opening up. Um, I think I'll start from the three months, just when everything started get, getting canceled. Well, canceled in the sense that everything was getting closed. Um, I remember school getting closed, and I remember everyone celebrating, like, school's closed. And then um, we had a lot of projects and tests coming up, too. So it was nice, actually, having school closed for that. Um, yeah. And then I think a lot of people also, especially me, being... Um, like having to virtually learn, and with AP tests coming up, you had to like learn everything by yourself. But for me, I discovered I actually like that better, um, being able to learn by myself because sometimes like the teacher just goes on and on by about one subject, and it's like I'm just sitting there like I know this. Let's move on. <laughs> um, but then there's also the flip side where it's like okay, I have a question, but I can't ask this because it's not the day to ask. And by the time we get to the day, I forget. Um, but I mostly I liked virtually learning um and then going because mostly my life consists of swimming in school it's kind of really bad because I don't get a lot of time for myself but at the same time I'm passionate about swimming so it kind of goes both ways um and then swimming was closed so I couldn't get see any of my friends there and that's kind of like a really big support group I guess you could say for me because like we talk about basically everything there because we're in the pool in the mornings and in the evenings, so it's like I spend a lot of time with them and we're really close in that sense, um, so being away from them was kind of like, whoa okay I'm not talking to these people today, and then as soon as start everything started opening up, I think the first thing that I went to when we first opened up was actually the swimming pool because before that everything else was really public and there was a lot of people um even going to the grocery store was like for my parents were like no let's not go um let's just order things um and bring them home and then um so when the swimming pool opened up and it was all regulated and everything so my parents like they were like okay yeah that's fine um especially since it's a airborne disease not a waterborne disease so they were fine with it and then um my friends were, they went at different times than me because you have to like choose a slot and stuff. So I'd occasionally see them and we would like wave across the pool and get really crazy about that. Um, But it was nice being in the pool again because I think that's somewhere where I've like mentally grown a lot. So being able to just get back into that was like a sense of normality. And so that was nice. And then now um, I'm back with my team actually and it's still regulated and everything. So it's completely safe. Um, And it's really nice just having that as like something i can do in the day and get back to that sense of being normal and um yeah so that's basically where i'm at with everything opening and closing and i feel like if you go next i'd probably add on a lot more things but just where i'm at right now
0: yeah i think i'm gonna add on a bit to you too um and just like going on about how you celebrated, right, when, like, we first closed, because everybody was like, yes, you know, a month of, like, vacation, basically, <laughs> and, like, we thought everything was going to go back to normal um, right away, like, after, like, a month or so, but then, like, once, I feel like the month started going by, and I was like, wait, this is actually, like, a problem, <laughs> like, I don't know if we're gonna go back, Um, I started to just, like, I don't know, I feel like I was I just, like, started to lose myself in a sense, like, because, like you said, you know, the swimming, um, when you got back into it it almost felt like something you were doing again to get back to normal and get back to, like, what you said or, like, a sense of normality, um, and, like, when all this, like, the schools closed and, like, I couldn't really dance, I guess, anymore, um, because dancing is, like, a really big part of my life, um, or see my friends, it felt like I was, like, you know, getting enclosed in this, like, shell, and, like, I didn't know how to, like, break out of it, Um, and also a lot of my friends, like, we wouldn't really text that often, or almost felt like they made it seem like FaceTiming was almost a deed, like, they didn't want to do it, or, like, we'd be like, okay, let's FaceTime Tuesday, guys, and then Tuesday comes around, we don't FaceTime, and I'm like, guys, what's up, you know, Um, and then also, like, a lot of my friends, we wanted to start this um, TED, you know, like, TED Talks, like, we want to start, like, um, a TED chapter, or, like, TED event at our school, but then, like, we were, like, okay, yeah, we can do that over quarantine, right, because now we got time, and then, like, we never talked about it, and I was, like, guys, I was, like, guys, Um, but, yeah, it's just, like, it did feel like I was kind of losing myself in a sense like that, Um, but I recently started to get back into dancing, um, because I have, like, it's kind of an exercise slash dance room, and so I've recently started to dance again, and I'm starting to feel like you said with swimming once you got into swimming again and like were able to get into this place where like you said you've grown a lot from um getting back into dancing really helped me again like feel like there was a safe space almost um for me to just like let myself go and just like have fun for a bit and it felt like you know, every single day I was finally doing something that I was like passionate about and that I had fun doing to kind of like refresh my day. And like, cause I used to would just like, I would just watch a bunch of TV shows, you know, just be in my bed all day. And like, I wouldn't do anything. Um, But, yeah, I totally agree with that. And then going on to, like, learning remotely from school, um, yeah, I totally agree with you how, like, I liked learning online a lot better. And I learned that I didn't need, like, a physical classroom to learn things. Like, I could learn so much stuff just through YouTube, too. I could find so much stuff. And um, it was just, like, really interesting to see how, like, that changed. And I was like, wait, I don't need to, like, go to school to learn all these different things. Like, I actually feel like I've been learning more. Um, And then... Let's see. Oh yeah, also one thing right when like we started to be able to go outside, me and my family we went straight to walking cuz like that's something that our family loves to do. Yeah, we love like hiking and like nature and walking. So, um we went to like our public parks and that also felt like, you know, we were finally getting back to normal too after that. Um But yeah, so I totally agree with everything that you said. That was
1: just like my little 50 cents for that. I don't know if you have anything else to say being like with like my sister um well we're just the two of us and then my grandparents and my parents so my dad he's one of the essential care workers because he owns the gas station so he hasn't been home um but my mom's home and then my um grandparents are home and then my sister's home so it's like been nice being able to spend time with them because in the school day it would be like okay i go to school i go to swimming i do homework and then i go to sleep <laughs> and you don't really have that time to just connect with each other and it's like yeah they're family but like you never actually talk to them unless like you're seeing them but that there isn't a lot of that during school so i really appreciated quarantine for that just because i got to connect with them more and then i was able to talk to my sister a lot more so in that sense it was nice so thank you all for really listening and I really enjoyed having another guest here and being able to talk about the different like not just mentally and physically but just beyond that and the initiative we took to basically start a podcast and how that like we learn about it and then we also get to learn about other people um whether we're interviewing them or just seeing different perspectives across the board um so yeah this was a really nice time thanks for being here Yeah, thanks guys. Bye.